everyone and welcome back to our podcast, Sassy Shatter. This week, we are having a good old catch-up and covering the Italian and the Russian Grand Prix. Well, I, I'm i trying to remember because now we're, what, two, three weeks after the Italian one? <laughs> we ended up, we just couldn't, we couldn't end up trying to record, so we're trying to pull our stuff together and trying to remember what actually happened the only thing that i remember is just that it's one of my favorite week it's been it was a good weekend and my result was so well that it was the one time i didn't wear my shirt and the weekend that i did wear my shirt my hopes and dreams got smashed on that note shall we move on to monza (laughs) yes we can celebrate about monza um it was a sprint race wasn't it so we had yeah weird i don't like friday qualifying saturday sprint race and I don't think I'm getting used to it. I didn't mind it as much because I came from work, so I came home and then I got ready and then it was like, oh, five o'clock sprint race. Yeah. Oh no, it was quite nice. Yeah, no, I I I didn't admittedly I didn't I didn't catch the qualifying or, or sprint race. Um but I was trying to trying to watch it on like get my Twitter feed up while I was out. But oh the one thing I thought that both showed was Bottas really just wants to stick the finger to Mercedes, doesn't he? On his final right to do so. Oh yeah, definitely. They treated him like crap, I'm sorry. But they did, so <laughs> Well he, it was hilarious. Like the, it was the jo- it's the joke, isn't it, that he pulled he was fastest in qualifying. He was the fastest in the sprint race. Oh wait engine grid penalty and it's just okay he starts in the back of the pack but he was the one who had all the pace that weekend in terms of out the two mercedes cars and it showed that the mercedes cars were really struggling they're getting to that point and the problems that they were experiencing at monza i think are problems that they're equally experienced at russia as well mm-hmm what I found amusing was um, after the race, you know, when they're talking about who pole, who got pole, mm. Mercedes were going, well, technically Bottas has got pole. And Red Bull was saying, well, n- no, Max has got pole because he's starting from pole position on the actual race, not, yeah. you know. That was quite funny that they both po- posted pole. Yeah, they're both trying to celebrate that fact, aren't they? But it's just trying to, they're just trying to spin a story. To say, oh look how good it is. We're actually, yes, your Mercedes, you you've managed to pull a, a unbelievable weekend in one of your cars, but you've just immediately handicapped him by telling him off. You go back the grid. Dude, uh, it's they haven't helped the fact, and it is beyond. It is getting beyond a joke. It's re- it, like uh, I was saying, I'll save to Russia because I think the fr- the 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 Sunday morning conversation between Max and um. Bottas were perfect, but uh, also it was announced that George was going that week. Yes, well, it was that weekend, wasn't it? So he left. He it, yeah. we were racing in. Oh, where were we? Where were we racing before a weekend before? I can't remember now. Um, it's Netherlands. Yeah, so they announced the Monday yeah. after Zandvoort. So it was mon- Monday they announced that Spotas are going to out to going. Tuesday they announced that George is being signed. Um, 
So yes, I reckon we've only got one, two, three, four, five, six. We've got six races left. We've now got to the point where Mercedes will now really start cutting Bottas out. Like that is that there is a point where they will stop providing him information and providing him the support that as an equal driver would get. Uh, he he's now just going to be on his own and. So what? He's, he's proving that weekends with it now that he's just he's got nothing to lose. So why not? Which is sad. Um, other notes from the the whole sprint and quali was Hamilton had a poor basically week of previous those two sort of little bits. Um, and it was quite interesting in the interviews. He was just a bit like, oh, you know, his usual, which was quite funny. Um, Miserable. And then the actual race. Yeah, miserable. Um, and then the actual race. The actual race. Mm, for me, I, I I can't moan about the result. The result was something I have waited years to see. Um, seeing the McLaren one two, I would have liked it personally just to been the other way. Um, I would have thought it'd be nice to have Lando there, but nonetheless, it was McLaren one two. To, at the end and it was shocking because it did just show how much pace that car had like the they're out M ricardo was the, just setting completely just set the race to his whatever he wanted so it, it was his to lose and he sat there and had perfect control and it was the ricardo that we used to see when he was at red bull yeah but i would say it was it would have been a lot harder for Lando to do that because he's never done it before. Mm. So it was, I feel like for him, for Lando, as much as he wanted first, it was, it probably was nice for him to, exp to understand and watch how yeah. someone in the same car could do that. And I think it's helpful for Sochi. Um, but yeah, well, Ricardo's used to it. So he was just like, you know what, I'm back in my, uh, he was back in lane. It, it, what did yeah. help though was while we're talking about how good the McLaren Mercedes was, like these Mercedes engines got the same same power um, modes and everything else as what the Mercedes own team have. It was clear that for they just understood what they were doing. It may be the case that I know that we we know we're talking about this later in Sochi, but Lewis's engine is a uh, getting quite old and has yet to take any penalties um it's it and it also helped to say maybe that having the faster cars smash into each other on lap 30 something probably helped as well <laughs> um it, it 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 just took took two of the top two play, places out and everyone everyone technically just shifted up by two then at that point yeah, so we had the major talking point from that weekend was the Hamilton versus Verstappen crash. Whose fault do you think it was? Um. Well, uh, my gut feeling is it's racing incident. I don't think should got involved. Yeah, I... but I've watched. I've watched it a few times, and it's a line that you could see Max couldn't take and a line that Max 
would have had to dive out from. But he didn't have half a car length going in. It was when he turned the next corner that he managed to have a little bit of a gap. But by then, he should have run off, I would have thought. Um, but it was quite interesting to see, I think it was Alan Prost who gave an interview saying that Max should, Max should have pulled out. But it's this type of racing is something that only comes in a post-Schumacher era, which I thought was a very funny comment to make. Cause he, it's uh, Everyone said that everyone, some people assumed that he just drove into him because he was worried about losing the championship points. So it was easier to smash them both out so he could keep his lead. And it was saying, he said, well, that's, and it was, um, I think Damon Hill then repeated it and said, it's, it's a Schumacher style attack. Like if you can't win correctly, you smash your teammate, you smash them out. It was a very narcissistic um, view of it and nihilistic. Well, then why didn't they say any of that when Hamilton was taken, Max, out? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I know. But it, uh, to be honest, I I think it's I, it happened. All right. They they they, they proportioned more blame to Verstappen. Um, but to me, um, it started as soon as the pits. And yeah. it started that you could argue did Hamilton it was Hamilton in the pits wasn't it yeah yeah Hamilton come out and you could argue before the line yeah no this is the thing it, it was, was quite there was a, there, there, that I could sit there watching I knew it was going to happen Hamilton come out diving down the pit lane put his foot down Lando is in the middle he's got Verstappen behind him Lando gets to the corner and saves it and then the two of them have just gone in both trying to overtake Lando and ended up just going into each other um it was. I did get all wound up by people like moaning about Verstappen not going over and checking Hamilton. But when Verstappen looked over and saw that Hamilton was reversing his own car and trying to get out of a pit, I, he's fine. He doesn't like don't need to be checked at that yeah. point. No, you could. I was thinking, oh, Hamilton's finally trying to get out. Yeah. What? Why? Why would he then assume that he's not okay? Yeah. Well, no. Ham Hamilton. He, Hamilton was trying to reverse his car. Like he was yeah. trying to reverse out of the. The, the gravel trap, like it was at that point, okay, he's fine. Um, and then it, we spent the weekend then saying about how, um, how safe it is. And then Hamilton did a whole press thing about, oh, I, I had to recover. I had, it's been so, I had so much training this week. I just, it, it was the crash had been milked to the point where it was posing as meant this look at this as a, as the forefront of a championship fight. It, it was milked. It was a racing incident that is a very uncommon-looking racing incident, and I think it should have just been left at that. But, you know, you could argue when Max was in the hospital, did he really milk it? He just got on with it. Yes. He said, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, I know. It, it's just it's just two different people want to play with different tactics, don't they? And then Hamilton spent the week saying, well, I think it's getting to him. And Max just said, sod off. Leave me alone. <laughs> and that's the response I you need. I think Hamilton's worried. I think Hamilton's getting quite worried. Yes, because Ham Hamilton knows that he's going to have with, with George with him. He may even lose this. He could lose this season. He knows that George will out qualify him, 
and we'll beat him when he gets there next year. If he doesn't get his championship now, the likelihood of getting a championship after is decreasing readily. It wasn't like having, oh, I could have Bottas for another year, another free championship, or Ocon, and things like that. It was, he's now got someone who readily wants to beat him. And he's already beating him in the slowest car, the second slowest car on the grid. Like, this is, it's beyond parody. And, and he knows that if he doesn't get his championship now, he may never beat Schumacher's record. That's the problem. All right, we need to move on, but the last thing to mention was the odd Perez five-second five second penalty for getting an advantage. I don't know. It was a bit of a bizarre one. Um, yeah, what do you think about it, George? Oh, right. uh, it, it was clear, though. I know when we were talking before, you mentioned yeah, saying that he gained an advantage, but I, I think it was it was so clear that he went off, cut the corner, and overtook the clerk at that point that he really should have just given the position back straight away. The team shouldn't have even bothered going to race control. That was just the cop-out. They should have known that was going to happen. And race control gave, didn't respond to their comments and just gave him a five-second penalty instead. Right? He should, he should have just done it straight away, and he simply said, give the place back. You should, you know it's against the rules. You know you you can everyone knew what they were seeing. I I don't see why Red Bull wanted to try and bend it a little bit and see if they could get away with it. What Mercedes do? Yeah, I know, but it's that's the type of thing I hate. I don't racing is meant to be on track, not between the team and the stewards. Yeah. All right. I agree with you. Shall we move on to the Russian? Yes, we can do. Um, this week, I thought it was going to be a bit more like Spa. I thought we were going to have a washout again. Like the, the pictures early in the week of flooded track and flooded pits were not what I wanted to see. But what did you make of the qualifying? So, um, I got a little announcement to make. I actually was at work on qualifying. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm going to be using that excuse soon as well. No, I actually was at work. I don't (laughs) work that often on the weekend. And I was literally like... uh, And I came home and I was trying to watch it. And then... And then I didn't. I was busy that evening. And then I woke up the next day. Okay, don't judge me. I did have a lion. <laughs> took God knows how long. I mean. um, and then I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, I remember you texted, you, t- you texted me and said, what time are we, is the race today? And it was like one o'clock and it was like 10 minutes to the start. <laughs> I thought... uh, and I was like, it's too late for me to watch quality. But I already knew yesterday yeah. sort of who won because everywhere. And I was like, yeah, go on. So go on, you, you talk quality. Well, Max wanted to sit out. I don't blame him. Everyone was on inters. It's raining. What's the point in running a car that you know you're going to be from behind the back of the grid for? Um, so Q1 was nothing big, really. A few spins. Um, Q2, it started to heat up a bit, and I admit that it, everyone was really trying, um, pushing inters and seeing how far it was. I think Vettel ended up out at Q2 with about a 400th of a second out 
he was close he was heartbroken actually you could hear him on the radio it wasn't um he was devastated that he didn't get out but it was it quite interesting because um it didn't i would i think we should just dive straight into q3 and the q3 calls that were going on of when do we call for slicks and it was george russell ended up saying look i think we could do slicks um and the team just going okay um pit for slicks pit confirm and it was you just thought I, I was only suggesting I didn't actually want to come in and his him pulling the trigger started a hell of a scam, um, scramble in the last five minutes uh, George was running around got took his slicks and oh, it looked a bit panicking um, admittedly that he may um, put it in the wall and actually of all the people to put it in the wall it was Hamilton so Hamilton, Hamilton wrecked his, his qualifying for both Bottas and him. Um, and I, th- I thought that was, it was hilarious. He's front wing. He said, oh, I've hit the wall. So he went from hitting his mechanic, hit, taking his front wing off, and then suddenly ruining both of their qualifying laps. So at the end of it, it was it was anyone who jumped to slicks early enough to get, to go for. And... It so happened that Lando, George, and uh, and and Ricardo, the uh, signs, all of that lot, they got to profit really, quite nicely. It was a fun qualifying, actually, if I'm honest. And how was the race for you? I'm still crying. I'm still upset. Hopes and dreams shattered. Ruined. Tough day at the office. <laughs> all all bits of pain. Uh, no we were sat so me and my whole family were literally sat on the sofa and we were like gone and then we heard the rain and we were like we were literally on the edge of our seats going no I I was hoping yeah like I was so the whole race was his everything was fine and we're just talking about for those who don't know Lando Norris leading near enough every single lap of the race and on lap 48 no not 48 51 it started to rain and uh, the rain come down surprisingly hard and well it's the story of do you take slicks or do you go to winters and he decided that he wanted to stay on slicks he didn't he wasn't told the team didn't tell him how bad the rain was so he just took a punt so he ended up seventh after all that hard work yeah uh, I, it was. Uh, Oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, it was just you know there were some other people at the end who took the risk as well. Mm. They just timed it perfectly to then jump people. But we'll go on that at the end when yeah. we've got other things to talk about first. Yeah. Well, the f- first thing is then if we will go apart from my pain, go chronologically a bit. Um. So I know I texted you about it. Alonso cutting turn co- to chicane in the formation lap trying to just test how quick um he could get through it and he actually used it to his advantage on the first <laughs> first lap he ended up overtaking um a car wilter i can't remember who he was doing i think he sp- he's really scared hamilton because he just appeared on alongside him but he, t- he took to the exit road and went round the plastic bollards like he meant to and come out ahead um and can't do anything wrong. He followed the rules. I thought it was a very good bit of engineering the uh, the track to his advantage. I suppose. 
He, I think he did give a place or two back. I think he did. He fell behind. He did because he knew, he didn't have the pace to compete, but he knew that he. I think he just wanted to show off because he thought it was quicker. So it worked. Like, he ended up falling back down the grid, but it was certainly a really fun first few corners to watch as his car just appears out of nowhere. Really. Um, just did we talk about Bottas and his engine engines? No, we haven't talked about Bottas and his engines yet. I I I alluded to it about in Monza. So, in case people weren't aware, Bottas took his fourth. He took the second Fifth. engine for the second week in a row, basically. Yeah. Is it fourth engine or fifth engine? He's may, taken it, no, be his fifth change because you're allowed three, aren't you, without penalty? So he, yeah, he he's decided that uh, he needs an engine change again. I don't think it was his fault. I think it was tactically by Mercedes to try and stall backs. Um, mm. But it was so obvious; it was clear as day. Um, but they were, yeah, really, they were trying to be cheeky, and it didn't work by lap six. That that plan had gone, but Bottas was just didn't. He just accepted it. It was a team call, and the team want to screw him over. We're trying to use him one last time. Yeah, and it was just a bit like, you know, in the rain, Bottas was nowhere. Max got up to sixth place after 17 laps, I remember texting you. Yeah. Um, Bottas was still 15th or something, you know. Yeah, it was miles behind. Like, it was... It, it it just didn't work out, and uh, it was all this is the problem that the race was relatively boring, unless you had Mike Max's fight through the field, which was the thing to watch. But outside that, there nothing happened truly until the last three laps. Like, and mm. that's and that was that was it. There was the 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 rain arrived, and everyone chose their times. I know you just sent me a picture before we started. Some people making ten positions up by pitting at the right time and going in. That going uh, into jumped nine. Max jumped five or six mm. to end up P two. Well, he, he was amazing. But this is a problem. This is what winds me up. We spent F one have talked about how Lewis's hundred wins, and Mercedes have been some very cringe worthy posts, but. The the issue is that Max went from P twenty to P two. Like he nearly pulled a Perez. Like he he pulled P two P twenty to P two on a damage limitation Grand Prix, which is never Sochi is never their track. And signs did signs led an unbelievable race when he was he was told halfway through you're lucky if you get P five. Like. Again, the, 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 there were two amazing drivers that had amazing weekends, but all we're going to hear about all week is Hamilton's 100. But it wasn't an amazing race for him. It was dire. Yeah, he, he just appeared at the end and just went in. But it's a joy if when you're a second, you don't have, you can, you don't, you, you're basically going to do whatever you don't, you do whatever the person in front doesn't do. So he just he was fine. He could go in, and that, that that's the problem. It was it was just one of them where Hamilton was able to capitalise again. Um, um, has it been announced a penalty for Norris yet? No, reprimand only. 
Okay, it's good. But yeah, like, the problem is everyone's very upset because it's reprimand only because because Sonoda got done even though he locked up in Austria. But I wouldn't. I would say, oh, I don't know, either locked up or skidded. But in this case, where all other drivers had gone to inters, they said that Lando would be a danger to him and other drivers, and therefore he never intended to cross the white line. He did it because he lost control of the vehicle, and therefore he only received a reprimand. However, if he gets another reprimand, he gets a. Um, he will get a race ban. See, I see that as fair because you could see. Yes. He never intended to cross that line, did he? That was completely um, not his fault. Right? You saw he lo- he lost control. He just couldn't he couldn't handle it. Yeah. Um, also, what does the engines possibly mean for Hamilton? If you're thinking about how many engines Bottas has taken, Mercedes are. From what I gathered this weekend, Mercedes are quite worried about reliability of all their engines across of the teams that take them they're worried that they may not make it to the end and Hamilton at some point has got to take a penalty he need, he's gonna have to he needs a new he need he, he need it needs a new engine in there and the problem is that and he didn't take penalties when you know he had good places yeah Yes, he had penalties. You know that's a chance to take it. Yeah. Well, no. This, this is he's he's only going to take it. Mercedes are going uh, going to look for tracks they can't perform at. That is what they're that that's they're looking for weekends. They know they're not going to have a good weekend. But we're coming up to the end of the season, and there ain't that many left of Mercedes poor Mercedes tracks. Like they dominated at the Turkish Grand Prix last year. They t- they dominated. They're gonna dominate Abu Dhabi. You know. Well, mm. I think they. I think they. I think they. It's uh, usually their track, but yeah. Max did win last year. He I won think, last year. Yeah. yeah, he's had a win, but I still think it's a Merce- I think we're we're at some Mercedes dominance tracks left, and at some point they're going to have to try, loop sacrifice one of those weekends for Lewis. And I think it's going to be across all Mercedes teams. Mercedes are really worried about the reliability of their engine. So they're concerned that other teams may be having to do the same. Um, but I think this weekend starts to show the. I think this is a. We were very fortunate that we were all expecting a very boring Grand Prix. We didn't get a safety car, but we had some. We had some heartthrob and excitement in the last three laps. Um. Yeah, the other thing to note was the pit stops. How, yes. and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, I've been saying it to everyone, I don't like the new system. I don't think it makes people gain an advantage. I think it just slows everything down. Yeah. And it's not exciting. It's, you, you're literally waiting for a light and you're like, oh. it's more predictable. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, no, the problem, well, you saw this weekend, um, Ricardo had 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 a really slow stop. That's because his mechanic forgot to switch the light switch on the on the tool gun on the on the screw gun to let him to then release. Like that was all it was. It was just this new process they have to do to accept the sensors. Like it loads of every team made a mistake. Mercedes, McLaren, Ferrari, Red Bull. Like all of them made that issue with those pit stops. But this is because since Spa the directive has been put in place. 
saying that they can't do sub two seconds. And they have to, they have to get green lights. Uh, it just ruins the fun for me. Yes, it does. It, it, and we saw that teams are stuck with these longer pit stops now. Right? They, 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 they can't get the teams out. They can't get their cars out. And actually, it's hampering a lot of the sport because they're spending too long in the pit stops because they're trying to adapt to this new system. Anyway, was there anything else more to add? You wanted no, to add, or shall we think, move on to our predictions? I think we've covered most of the race. Like, I, I'm still upset. I'm crying. I had, a, I had, I had, a, I had, I had my old flatmates trying to organise a get together in York that I couldn't go to, and I had McLaren, Lando Norris losing his last, uh, he losing his the, the first Grand Prix he could have won. So my my day by the end of the day was, was like, I just want to go to bed and throw my toys out the pram. Hmm. All right, we'll quickly whiz through our predictions. Um, Monza, we got. I went for Verstappen. You went for Hamilton for Speed King. It was boss sprint race. We said Russell in top. Yeah. I said Russell in top eight. Yeah. No, when they both out. Yeah, Russell and Kvitsa both didn't make it into the top eight. Giovinazzi did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we got. Nil uh for our top five. Um, so that meant I'm in 24, you're on 25. Yep. Then we were Russian. Um, I went Hamilton for pole, you went Bottas, Nil Yep. Um, and then I got the I got Hamilton and I got Ricardo in the right place. That meant I got two points. Yep. Under toi. Um, and you got I got, si- I got signs for third, and now we're even. We are tied now at 26-26. So next week, the Turkish Grand Prix. Go on, George, give us your lowdown. So I, I was hoping that I, I, I think there's... I know I've been saying that I, I think this is a Mercedes-dominated track previously, we've only, but we've only got one previous race here. Um, I, I still think the straight-line speed of the Red Bull may come into play and i still think that um coming off of having a new power unit i think it could be a case that lewis takes his penalty next weekend um and if he takes his penalty next weekend um how do we want to discuss the legality of who's on pole position (laughs) 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 like we did um in monza over who even though that yes you may have passed qualifying but you're not in the pole position anymore are you no, actually, Max was actually yeah. on the pole. That under the league out, he started. Yeah, it was just quite funny. Yeah, that, so we could we may have another weekend like that. So I've put Verstappen pole. Um, I've got Verstappen to win. Hamilton, Norris, Bottas, signs. Okay, so I went Verstappen for, for pole and to finish first. Then I put Norris. Then I put Perez. Then I put Ricardo, and I put Hamilton because I don't think. He would be able to clear the field as much as Verstappen because I think Red Bull mm. have got a stronger car. Yes, no, I, I think well, I, I definitely agree that they've got the stronger car this season. Um, and I, it depends. Like, it, it it all depends on track conditions because last year we had rain at Turkey last yeah. year, um, and that's why we had Perez having pod- a podium, didn't we? Um, at 
uh, for uh, Racing Point. There was a and Lance Stroll got pole position last year at Turkey. So we are um, we are definitely seeing uh, there isn't a lot of data to work on. So we we everything's up for air, but we just know the race last year was Mercedes dominance, but it may not be the case this year because they're not quite got the number one car. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, any final thoughts? Um, no, just that it was a really rough weekend for McLaren. We lost both IndyCar, and they could have had one for IndyCar race, and they could have won for a Grand Prix. So it was a bit of a rough weekend there at the office for them. And um, oh, Callum Iller, the Ferrari driver, got signed for IndyCar next season. So he's definitely not got a 2022 formula one seat which means well, they they this week uh said they they were retaining their house drivers so yes so there's only now one seat left on the grid and the, the Cal- it could have been callum's seat because Ila is ferrari may have had a chance at if giovanazzi was outgoing putting a young driver in at alfa romeo i i think giovanazzi is staying i think he's now saying he's proven himself in these last few weeks but anyone anyway, i'm gonna say this on russia this weekend, he didn't even have radio. He had no team radio from Formation Lab. He just did the race on his own. He had no calls from his team. He had no idea when to come into pier. He had no idea when, how the weather was. So he just raced, he did the race on his own. So hats off to him. I think he's starting to prove himself Finish. a lot more and more. Uh, he finished back of the pack, but still, I think that was a, a good... I thought, bearing in mind, he, had, he, has a, he doesn't have a great car in racing but he has a hell of a good um, race sense to just get on with it so um yeah i, I it was i, I it, there's this one seat and we we just got to see in the last, next few weeks who gets that final seat really so um all right um we will see you after turkey which is not until the 9th of october well 9th and 10th of October, is yeah, it? it runs from um, 8th, 9th, 10th. So we're, we're going to have an interesting weekend seeing, because uh, we don't, the track's new, so all things have played to play for, aren't they? Even. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. All right. Bye.